Oh, yes. This is the Hardcore Marketing Show. I'm Casey Cheshire, your host for this epic journey. And today's show, sponsored by Cheshire Impact, on a mission to help people maximize their use of Pardot and Salesforce. CheshireImpact.com. Bam. Oh, yeah. There we go. We just hit a button, and we're just magically recording into the gigabytes, into the realm. Now you're hearing this on Spotify or wherever you are. YouTube, perhaps, you might be on there. And the reason why that's important, and even meta, if you're watching this on YouTube, this is going to be so meta because my guest today is awesome. He's a fun guy. I, I've talked to him for about 10 minutes before this, and we've been like, we should probably record something. Um, he is a founder. He's a marketer. He's an entrepreneur. And most importantly, an expert in the world of YouTube, video, not only the creation side, but the ad strategy side. Uh, founder and president of the AppFind channel on YouTube. Got to check that out. He's earned over 100,000 subscribers. What does that even feel like? We'll find out. Uh, actually, now up to 456, probably more thousands. What's it up to now? What's it up to now? Yeah, it's, it's over 460,000 subscribers. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez, and now we'll add a couple more million to that after listening yeah. to this podcast. Um, founder and president of Ad Outreach, Alric Heck. Welcome to the show, sir. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited to, to dive into it. Man, I think I saw you on YouTube. I was learning from you and I'm like, I just gotta, I gotta get this guy on here and I gotta pick his brain and learn from you. Um, video. Video is a thing that I think for a while was just like, ah, oh, it's so hard. And But YouTube, it, that a dirty creature. She's still around. She, she's getting, you know, more and more popular. I, I liked watching YouTube way more than what I like watching TV. And, and, and so here you are and I want to just pass this to you. Hold on a second. It's kind of heavy. Okay. Ugh. All right. Here you go. Here you go. Thor's hammer. You got it. You got, it? Go. All right. got it. Two hands. Nice, nice safe technique there. <laughs> exactly. Like been doing this before. Take Thor's hammer, smash for me some kind of myth, bogus strategy, misconception, just set the record straight once and for all. Absolutely. So the biggest myth in the world of YouTube ads that I'm going to bust is, you know, people thinking you could just create these 30, 60 second ads and have that be something that is going to give you the conversions that you want. That's actually going to, you know, give you the best results on YouTube. What I found is that ads on YouTube, like organic content, we'll talk about my background of, you know, building an organic channel yeah. and going to the advertising side later. But ads like organic, it needs to have an ad that actually educates people, provides value, teaches them about your product, service, solution, whatever it happens to be that you're offering, that you're actually able to showcase that in your ad that feels like a natural video. So the biggest myth that I have is people think you need to create this overly produced, you know, 30, 60 second TV style ad. The truth is we've all been attuned to, to tune those out whenever we see them. People yeah. skip those ads. The ads that people watch are the ads that feel like natural YouTube videos where you have a hook, you pull the people in, you educate, you provide some value, and then you have a call to action to get your product, service, or solution. And, and that's Got the big it. myth is busting those perfect 30, 60 second, you know, everything is, is to a T and actually creating a natural ad and creating something that feels like a YouTube video. All right. We're going to get into like how to do that and what that but this makes sense and actually feels great to hear this because my hang-up and i mentioned a little bit of it earlier was i don't have a production studio i've got a podcast crew Woo! but um you know but prior prior to even that um it's like what i don't have a television studio 
you know, I don't know anything about that. And I'm sure, you know, whatever company, a lot of people are listening in, they're like, I don't know, we're not going to get investment for that. But it's like, good, you don't need that anymore. In fact, that you're right. We tune those out, don't we? Yes. We're like yeah. good at that. I'm really good at that. I can go to sleep with ads on. I don't even, I don't even notice it. Do you ever see that Black Mirror show where they made the yeah. guy open his eyes to watch the ads? Yeah. Like, when he closed them? Um, yeah, no, I saw, I saw. That's, and that's a, it's, yeah, it's a crazy... <laughs> I love, okay, I love black, cool. black mirrors, but the, the scariest thing is when some of the black mirror episodes start to come true, you're like, Oh geez. Right. It's uh, like, was that time travel or was that just really yeah. creative, you know, <laughs> like, really creative script writing or something. Okay. So got it. So good. So we're saying that good, you can't, you don't have the ability to do those and you shouldn't do those. You shouldn't try to act like you're, you know, on cable TV. You're not. So, so what does it look like in, how how basic can I just shoot on my iPhone or like you know maybe we'll get into the tactical at some point but what's the, yeah the content is education yeah not all about me 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 I think a lot of people do the too much of the me stuff exactly you need to provide value remember mm. you know how would you like people to serve an advertisement to you what do you respond to right and I feel like people take themselves or what they like or what they look at out of the equation when really you got to think about okay well you know, these are people that you're trying to reach and there's a human element. So, you know, the best camera that you have to film a natural video, it's not the best production camera, mm -hmm. but you can take your iPhone, you know, you've got a great camera already there on your iPhone and you can produce a video. There's a tool called, and obviously I know you know this, but some of the listeners, right, you, you might not know, there's a gimbal. You can take a gimbal, which is gimbal. a tool that stabilizes your, your iPhone and it's like a hundred dollar tool and you can get it off Amazon and it stabilizes your phone and you can record a video that feels incredibly natural. It's professional enough because it's not shaking all over the place. It's stable. Wow. Do, you exactly. give a do you have a gimbal you recommend? Yes. I, don't, I don't even have yes. one. The DJI Osmo Mobile 3. Uh, and I think it's like $120 on Amazon. And it is one of the best tools that you can get for your video because it, all, all you have to do is you take that, that device and stabilize your phone. You just put, strap your phone into it, it takes two seconds and then you turn on your phone's camera, you don't have to do anything else. What it does is it stabilizes it. So if you're moving, your hand's moving around, right? It's kind of like a stabilize, it's not like a selfie stick, it's not as long, but yeah. it's kind of a shorter version, but imagine it's stabilizing the camera. So now the camera stays steady, your hand can be moving. That's epic. Camera. Yeah, it's steady. It's, it's incredible, it's a huge, huge, you know, hack for, for producing your videos. What was it called again? Cause I think you ramble off like nine things. It's a yes, it's a DJI Osmo Mobile 3. It is a gimbal. So it's, the device is called, it's a gimbal, but yeah. the one that I like is the DJI Osmo Mobile 3. It's the same company that makes some of these big drones and things like <laughs> that, but they have, they have this for, for your iPhone. You know, that shake, I, I could see how just getting ready a little bit of a shake and then yep. now you're that much more professional walking around or whatnot. I found that that's the best because the thing is, if you, you know, you, not everybody has the, the desire or budget or even the need to hire a major production studio, hire right. a person to have a, a camera. But then also, I mean, obviously what we're doing right now works for, uh, for an interview or a podcast, right? Where we're kind of on screens and this is my computer and a, and a, you know, webcam, but that doesn't, I mean, that might not be as dynamic enough for a YouTube video. So what I found is taking your iPhone, stabilizing it a little bit, or even if you just hold your iPhone, right? But uh, obviously the, the stabilization is better. It feels natural. 
You can walk around, you could be walking around your office, you can be walking outside. We have a lot, plenty of people walk down the beach and different areas down the street, you know, um, yeah. obviously people from all kinds of industries. So whether it's like an online business, you're teaching people something or, you know, people in real estate walking down the street and pointing out different properties. Or if, you know, if you have a home like this and you're looking to, you know, whatever it is, and it's just that dynamic way and remember, you want to connect with people as a person. You want them to see you and trust you and, and gain that, that, um, that desire to either work with you if it's more of a client-based, you know, kind of B2B coaching, consulting, if you're a consultant, right? That's so important. Obviously, if it's a product or something online that they're going to buy, you know, more simplified, then, then you know, you want to represent that well and demo yeah. that and go through that. So it's basically, you know, actually getting people to trust you and uh, and take take action yeah it's just a little bit extra it's not too it's not yeah. like, go, like the railroad tracks with a movie camera on it no, no, like, no. like a f- yeah. full production studio with the the shrimp cocktail and the actresses <laughs> on the side it you know, i mean i wish but but now true, <laughs> true. maybe you know what just get the gimbal and the shrimp cocktail from the grocery store and you're good exactly exactly off to the side there <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, hold on coffee break for me shrimp. yeah exactly coffee. I don't know about shrimp and coffee, but okay. So yeah. your point though, it, like just a little bit of that extra polish can make yep. that video. I mean, you, you'll still be personable, but we don't need like the Blair Witch trial here. We don't need like the super, no. super yeah. shaky camera. People get sick watching it. Don't want to see it. Looks like it's a Facebook video. Instead, just a little bit of extra touch. Mm-hmm. But you're right. They got to see you, huh? And build that relationship. Yep. There's that quote. If you know, if people, people like you, they'll, you know, they'll listen. But if they trust you, then they'll do business with you. Right. Yes. And like that whole concept of it. Exactly. And that's why we talk about not just doing a 30 second ad either a 30 or 60 second ad, because how much trust can you build in 30 or 60 seconds? How much value can you provide? True. If you, especially cause we were talking, I know you, you have a lot of people like a, a lot of consultants and a lot of people who are like, you know, kind of doing that type of thing, B2B or whatever, you know, it's, it's one of those areas where you have to sell yourself as a consultant, as a coach, as like, you know, somebody who's going to be training and providing value. And so what I found is if you have a video and you're not only introducing yourself and talking about the problem because you have that hook, right? So you capture people's attention, you you talk about the problem, how you're going to help them solve it. You introduce yourself a little bit, but then you educate. This is what a lot of people leave out. You want to provide value. If you are giving value, I call it golden nuggets, golden nuggets on your ad. People are going to trust you. They're going to see you as the expert. They're going to see you as, you know, consultant or a business person that they're going to want to do business with. Or if, you know, obviously if you have a service or SaaS software or whatever, you know, if you're providing this value, you're telling, Hey, this is what's going to solve your problem. You're doing a demo. Same thing. People are going to see your product or yourself as, as that solution. And then by the time you get to the call to action, you have all of this goodwill that you've generated. People already see you as the expert, as the solution to their problem. And so when you tell them to sign up, you know, for your email list or for a webinar or to get a, a free download or to buy, it could even be to buy, you know, some type of, of product or service or whatever it is. Um, they're going to be much more likely to do it because they now trust you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so counterintuitive, right? Because you'd think, okay, you've heard like people's attention spans are short. I even had someone debating me this on LinkedIn the other day. They're like, podcast should be like five seconds long. And you know, people's attention spans are so short. So that would argue like, oh, I got to get that 30 second, that 15 second ad in. But all they have time is for like some splashy logo saying like, look how cool we are. And you're like, I don't care. <laughs> like, get out of the way. I mean, I pay money just to not have YouTube ads because they're so <laughs> annoying, you know? Um, so, but this is totally different. Like I, I start to see the possibilities of like, yep. what could you teach somebody? 
I mean, how long? How long can you go? Yeah, so, so I mean, actually, it's technically, well, I mean, it's not technically inf- infinite, but you could go, I mean, I've, I don't recommend, you know, you could theoretically go hours, but you don't want to do that, obviously. Infinite, <laughs> infinite ad? Yeah, an infinite ad, streaming. it never stops. But um, what, no, 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 what we typically recommend is going to be a three to six minute long ad. That's our sweet spot um, because you want to have a hook that's usually about 30 seconds. Now, you, I know you know this, but a lot of people who are listening right now, they might not know. You only pay if somebody watches on, on YouTube, if somebody watches more than 30 seconds of the ad. Right. So if they're actually interested, if somebody skips the ad, there's different types of, of YouTube ads, but with the, the general in-stream ads, you're doing a CPV, which means cost per view. You're paying per view. It's a true view. And a true view is a video view that's more than 30 seconds long. And so what you want to do is you want to basically pull in the right person with your hook, push yeah. away the wrong person. You want the wrong oh. person. Yep. Yep. Can we, can we deconstruct that? Deconstruct yes. the hook. Cause I know you've mentioned it a couple of times. Yes. Yeah. So, so I'll give a couple of examples because I think this is really, really relevant to, to people yeah. just to, cause they're like, well, what do you mean by that? So a couple of examples, the first hook that was a huge hook and it's actually kind of funny. I was, you know, I was on a podcast the other day where somebody's like, you know, I've heard you say that, but I've also heard a bunch of other people. I'm like, yeah, a lot of people have kind of taken, taken some, but, but um, the hook that we had uh, that we ran for a long time that, that, you know, I still have people, I go to some of these events like funnel hacking live, like click, click funnels events or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and, and people are like, Hey, I, you know, hijack YouTube ads. But the original hook that we had is, you know, what if you could ethically hijack your competitor's traffic and send it directly into your own funnel? Well, we're going to show you exactly how you can do just that using YouTube video ads. So let's hop over to my computer. But you see here, intrigue gets people interested, right? Yeah. It tells them exactly what they're going to get. I'm going to show you how you can, you know, hijack other people's traffic, send it into your own funnel and YouTube adds the mechanism. And we're going to show you how this works. But here's the thing. It uses jargon to push away the wrong people. If you don't know what a funnel is, or if you don't know, if you, if you think traffic isn't website traffic and it's, you know, just the traffic on the interstate, I mean, you're going to skip the ad. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Like tra- right. traffic. What- you don't want them to listen. Cause that's just going to waste your ad spend exactly so this yeah. is what people get wrong they, they just think that you know like i'm going to solve all of your problems yeah but then you know you can't you're not actually doing that you're not actually serving everybody so if you call out the industry or if you have subtle ways so notice i didn't actually say a specific industry but i use these buzzwords that's gonna like people resonate with jargon that resonate with but then pushing away people who don't resonate with it and um and then you know the other way to do hooks, so that's one big one. The Wait, other you, one is, now that we kind of know about that, could yeah. you just say that hook again so we can yes. kind of like, yeah. yeah. So what if you could ethically hijack your competitor's traffic and send it directly into your own funnel? Well, in this video, I'm going to show you how you can do just that using YouTube video ads, just like the one you're watching right now. So let's hop over to my computer screen. I'm going to show you exactly how this works. It's so funny how I have that, like, it's, it's, it's great, great, man. <laughs> your friends laser. ever have you do that at like a party? Like a party? <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's oh, a party. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Remix time. Right. But, um, and, and so I, that's, see I see what you're yeah. doing, but I think it's important to note that it's mm-hmm. just as valuable to exclude as is in, yes. include. And probably the people thinking that they want 100% of the true view rate, you know, of like, oh, everyone listens. Like, yeah, you're intriguing, but you're intriguing everybody. Don't do that. You know? Yeah. The amount of people who come through and they ask because they see the view, there's a metric called a view rate on YouTube and they're like, you know, my view rate is, is, is low. I want like, you know, I want half the people who see my ad to like watch 30 seconds, but you don't, you really want that. 
You know, right. it's like, that's not the metric to worry about. The metric to worry about is, you know, what's the click-through rate? What's the conversion rate? How much, what's the return? And obviously that's the big one. Um, and so I think it's so important to know that because you're not paying for it, people are used to Facebook, right? Where every impression you're paying for. Yeah. And that's the problem. But on YouTube, that's not the case. You're, you're only paying if they watch 30 seconds. And so you're only paying for the people really interested. So another hook that I have, and this is, this is one that we're doing more and more these days, um, especially as we kind of, you know, kind of broaden, broaden our market, but also just to, you know, kind of create something a little bit new. And we found that this is working a little bit better these days is um, we still run the other one, but, but this new one's kind of the new top hook that we have is, you know, it's, it's, it's use a different method, right? I'll talk about it in a second. So it's YouTube ads beat Facebook ads every time. Let's face it. Facebook ad costs are going through the roof. It feels like a roller coaster going up and down. In this video, I'm gonna show you how you can cut your lead costs in half just by using YouTube video ads, just like the one you're watching right now. So let's hop over to my computer screen. I'm gonna show you how that works. Hmm. And so you can see how this one has more of a divisive, right? So, you know, wait a second. He's saying YouTube ads beat Facebook ads every time. You know, whether you, you agree with that or you disagree with that, and probably more people go into it disagreeing, but they want to be proven but wrong. Probably some people don't even know, so they're like, Yeah, they don't even know, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. We're not disagreeing based on fact that they know, but like basically like, oh, I do Facebook ads. Like, like you know, I, what? You know, what do you right. mean ads are better, right? That type of thing. So not necessarily disagreeing based on information, but more on like, you know, no, this is what I do. And then they start watching, right? Because they right. kind of have. Um, but again, also, it, it, and again, it's not as industry jargon, like funnels and stuff like that, but still uses YouTube ads, Facebook, ads. like if you're not interested in ads, you're, I mean, you're going to be bored, you know, you're right. not going to watch that video. Um, and then it's the same thing, right? And then I, I basically, uh, give, you know, the, the, the lead costs are going through the roof. And I did a lot of testing on this too. And that, that bold statement at the beginning works better than just saying right off the bat, Facebook ad costs are going through the roof. Those ads work, but they don't work as well. And it's very interesting because obviously we have the data now to back that up in that leading with the statement and then talking about their shared experience. Because here's the thing, they might, because they only use Facebook ads, they're like, what do you mean? But then they're like, yeah, Facebook ads are really up and down. It's mm. like a roller coaster. And then they're, then they're like, maybe he is onto something. Interesting. And then they want to keep, exactly. And then, and then when I say, hey, let's hop over to my computer screen, it's hard to look away. Right. And let me show you. And that's sort of the transition period to the, to yep. the next thing. And if people want to click through, great. Otherwise, they're, they're out. Yeah. But notice I show people because the mistake other people make is they say, sign up for my webinar and I'll show you why. But people, there's not enough substance. Yeah. Right. People are like, okay. You know, some people will sign up, but not enough. But if I actually show them a little bit, right. And I prove to them, wait a second, here's what you can do with YouTube. One of the things I talk about is you only pay if somebody watches 30 seconds. Right. I show how you could target specific videos and keywords, right? And run your ad in front of other videos on YouTube and imagine the possibilities of that, mm. right? Um, I think I even use like a coaching example or consultant example where it's like, well, code is more coaching, but like imagine if you're targeting people in front of Tony Robbins videos, but then they're also, you know, like maybe, maybe you cater to a certain group of people like business owners who are interested in Tony Robbins, you put your video in front of that. Um, and so it starts getting the wheels turning. Now they're like, wait yeah. a second. You get this them thinking. Is, I could do this. And then you have the call to action that's in the webinar. I'm going to show you how. How. And then people are like, wait a second. Okay, so now I've discovered the what and the why, but I need the how. And, um, and essentially, 
obviously on the webinar, we get a little bit into the how, but of course, usually that is the, the mechanism that you're selling. So, you know, we don't, don't say exactly we're going to show you how on the web, but we're going to show you more on the webinar, that type of thing. Then on the webinar, you dive a little bit, you give them a taste of the how. So you, mm. you give them a little demo, but then you say there's so much more that you can do. And then that's where you obviously encourage people to, uh, to, to schedule for us is scheduling a strategy call and notice it's, it's literally, it's this value, it's value time and time again, couple golden nuggets on the video ad and then a handful on the webinar. And then, you know, and then people think that there's gonna be a sale and then there's not, it's a strategy call. It's a 45 minute strategy call where it's pure value, no commitment, you don't have to pay for it. You just book a free strategy call with our team, 45 minutes, and then they get value on there too. And people are expecting, you know, to just get pitched, but they actually get value. They actually get information. All right, right here's the strategy, let's dive into your business. Okay, here's how we recommend doing it. And then of course we have our offer to work with them. But by this point, you know, also people are going through this and they're seeing that we're delivering every single time. And then, you know, now we've given them a couple handfuls of golden nuggets. They can, and they could leave at that moment genuinely. Right. And they could get a little, and obviously, you know, what we want to show people is that, you know, with, with our YouTube ads, we're, we're going to fast track the learning curve, but they could get, you know, where they wanted to go with a learning curve with what we've given them. Um, and so I think that is so valuable because then when people get on the call and you say, Hey, we've got the whole pot of gold right here and that's what we can offer you. And I think, especially for consultants, coaches, course creators, people who are in this kind of, you know, space where you're selling yourself and it's, it's, you know, kind of a service based or it's consulting based or coaching based. Um, that's the way to do it. Provide value at each step of the yeah. process, genuine value that people can take. And then obviously you have your solution that's all in one and we'll Got fast track it. the learning curve of taking those bits and pieces and, and lets you actually implement. What, does this work in the B2B world? Does this work, work in like, you know, marketers who are, yep. they're a part of the team and they've got products, you know, and maybe it's like financial accounting software for manufacturers. Like, you know, it's some, something like that or in the healthcare space, it, but it just, just still go back to the value point. You just, no matter what you're doing, you're back to that. Exactly. So yeah. I'll give one specific example, but I'll give a, a, a range of examples too. Yeah. There are people literally in shipping and logistics that, that we've run YouTube ads to get in front of people to, to have them ship with them. You know, wow. we've had, we've had people who are, you know, kind of um, now some will be B2B consultants. Right. And so we have sure. a lot of those. And I know, yeah. I know you said you have a lot of listeners who might fall into that as well. That's actually literally everything I just explained. That's kind of the, the classic, mm -hmm. right? Example of, you know, you might have your consulting webinar and, but this would just be targeting decision makers. We'll talk about household income targeting, how you could target decision makers in a company and, you know, not just the video they watch, but who they are as well. There's a lot of fancy yeah, stuff. Be good to get into targeting. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get that. Then, yeah, exactly. And then on the other side, right. Um, you know, we also have people that are, you know, going after people who have more complex decisions, uh, you know, uh, decisions to make. And so one of them is we have somebody who um, does full suite setup of Infusionsoft, right? Okay. And so they're targeting people who have Infusionsoft. These are big companies usually, you know, that have, I mean, not, not, I mean, a lot of companies have Infusionsoft, but, but sure. they work with big companies that have Infusionsoft doing a complex setup. And instead of having your internal team do it, they're going to come in and basically, you know, set this up. Yeah. What we're doing is think about it. We're targeting the you know decision makers, so people who are in the top twenty percent of income earners, right? And that's typically what we'll we'll do. And we'll talk. Google is household income. It's not zip yeah. code. Facebook, it's all zip code these days. You used to have household. They got rid of that. On Google, though, you could target people based on individual income. So top twenty percent. That's how we. How do they know that? Come on. Yeah. 
Well, well, no, that's the crazy thing though is Google. Remember, this is Google. They they know the <laughs> what you, what your shopping habits are. Anything that has Google Analytics, they know what device you're on. You know, I've seen stuff, and again, they don't reveal their algorithm. And it's it, I'm sure it's not perfect, but here's the thing: I'm very confident in their ability to know who's in the top percentage. Mm. Maybe they don't know one percent from three percent from five percent, but I right. think that I think that the top twenty percent, I think they can be pretty confident in in that, the same kind of stuff. That, yeah, exactly. And that is what I've seen, and that we've rolled this out you know, huh. top thirty percent in income targeting um, to a lot of our clients, and it's incredible the results that you get in the B two B. So this is B two B. B two B usually will do top twenty, um, yeah. kind of I would call business to entrepreneur, right? Maybe top thirty or forty percent, right? So that's kind of you know maybe maybe people are looking to to to, to kind of maybe leave the nine to five and do entrepreneurial yeah. thing. Well, but, um, you know, top, top 20% works really, really well. And so what he's doing, we're targeting top 20% people who are watching videos on how to set up Infusionsoft, right? Oh, I get it. So you're able yep. to, you have some demographics there, but then you also are, what are they, like the intent, what are they yep. looking at now? I call yeah. this our 3D YouTube ads targeting. So demographics, Okay. what they're watching. So this is their intent, right? So the videos they're watching. So the demographics that they're in, household income is a big one for us. Then you have what they're watching right now. And that could be videos on Infusionsoft, et cetera. And here's the thing. A lot of people just go in and they, excuse me, all they do is placements, right? They basically just do, you know, placement ads and they just yeah. select a bunch of individual videos. That's good at the start for low hanging fruit, but it's hard to scale that because there's only so many views on individual videos. So yeah. we, then they start to go into keywords until they'll do, you know, Infusionsoft or they'll do these different keywords or, you know, if they're targeting something else, right? Whatever it happens to be. But in this case, Infusionsoft, um, you know, how to set up Infusionsoft, keywords like that. Mm. But what we found is you could take it one step further. This is a third dimension. A lot of people just start with those two and they can get good results, but either they have problems scaling if they're too narrow or if they're too broad, then they have problems getting as good at conversions. So what we found is the solution to that is to add a third component, which a lot of people don't even know you can do on, on Google, is audiences and affinities. So you can actually put in an audience of people that um, ha, you know, have an affinity to Infusionsoft. So the same way on Facebook, you can add interest audiences like that, right? Yeah. So interest in Infusionsoft. You can also do what they've searched before in the past on Google. Mm -hmm. There's in-market audiences. So one of them is in the market for email marketing services, legitimately that you could do in this, in this example, but there's a lot of those. And then there's also, and this is what I call the industry secret people, it's incredible, URL affinity targeting. You can target people based on websites they've been on in the past. Um, and they do this with Google Analytics. So it's not all websites necessarily, but it's the ones that, that have Google Analytics, so the majority of websites, right? Yeah. Um, you can target people who have been on these websites or on similar sites. So you can put that in as well. And over here, they're now watching a video. So if they've been on Infusionsoft.com, they're watching videos about Infusionsoft. And they're in the top 20% income earners. You could also, instead of, you know, been on Infusionsoft, you could also layer with, you know, business and, and yeah. et cetera. So there's other things you can do. And then you're creating this perfect triangle and you're finding that ideal buyer in the middle. Now, is it going to be perfect for every single view? Not necessarily, but collectively, that's how you make sure that those ideal clients are right there in the center. And that is how you can keep getting these results time and time again. We talked about, you know, multiple eight figures and, in, in sales using YouTube video ads, that's the secret right there. That's the secret. How, now, for those particular guys setting up those different things, how do they know, I guess you wouldn't, but getting the people that are looking to 
like they don't have it yet, but they're shopping the thing. Like, oh, they don't have Infusionsoft yet, but they're looking to get it or they already have it. Like, is it just based on the video they're watching that kind of lets you know? So video they're watching, but that's also where I said the URL affinity. So you can, you can, um, you, you can also, one crazy thing is, you know, we've even had people do, now we didn't do this for Infusionsoft, but we've had people do login.clickfunnels.com, which is a whole different subdomain. Hmm. And that's another hack that you, it's, it's crazy. Now the, the jury is kind of out on how that works better than ClickFunnels, the main one as well. Just, just, just to clarify, I want to make sure I'm always, but, but you can even target subdomains as well. But the interesting thing is, Oh, so you could, you, know, you could, you could target like the subdomain where the, the user logs where the, where the user or the user. Logs <laughs> We've done that with ClickFunnels, not with Infusion. Why does it sound evil and yet amazing at the same time? <laughs> I know, I I know. Know. It, it, it's, it's, and I literally, I call it like the industry secret because I've been talking to, you know, I've, I've spoken obviously with a lot of, with other people that, that run ads at high levels and, you know, do some yeah. of which, many of which do YouTube ads, right? And so I know major companies that are doing this with their competition, right? So specifically there, there's, and we've worked with, with, with uh, several mattress companies. Um, this is actually <laughs> one that I, I didn't work with, but, but this is somebody that I know, you know, you know and I was speaking with him. And they do this, you know, against uh, a different person. It wasn't this company, but they, they do it to Walmart. So people go to walmart.com slash mattresses. They run their ads to people who are visiting those sub, 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 sub URLs or on similar sites. Interesting. Interesting. So, so yeah, yeah it's, it's, like, cra it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, and then they wonder about GDPR stuff and like privacy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So the, the funny thing is, some of these things you can't do in the UK or in the right in Europe. Um, it's the same thing. Household income, whatever you know, because obviously we're running, you know, mostly in the US, but then we're running UK, Australia, Canada, and a couple other places. And so when we're doing that, we're like, oh man, the UK, you know, we can't do that top twenty percent because it really makes a huge difference with the, the household income. And the crazy thing does, is Google, huh? Google what has is happening when you, when you do that. Sorry. What, what, is, what is that happening? I have discovered this is going to blow you away, blow listeners away. So the big thing for us is booking strategy sessions. So applications, yeah. these are people booking a call with our team. You know, it's basically go over YouTube ads as a good fit. And then obviously we can, we can upgrade them or, or point them in the right direction if we need to. But, but, you know, obviously the goal is if they're a good fit, we're going to, we're going to enroll them into one of our, our programs. And so what we do is, um, you know, basically with, with this is, we're actually able to target and get people that are on these different, you know, on these different websites to come through and, um, and, and we're tracking the application metric. Um, but it's not just that when we're talking about household income, which is what we're going into yeah. is um, we've, we've made a shift to top 20% because I noticed that not only are we getting higher quality leads from the top 20%, but our applications are cheaper for higher quality people in the top 20% of income earners. Interesting. What so, does that tell you? Does it, the, the people that not in that category click more? So leads, leads are cheaper for lower income levels because they're like, I'm really interested and I'm, I've got some time. I'm going to look at this. Yeah. But the people that go through the funnel and actually book a call. And I think the reason for that is throughout our whole funnel, we're telling people to only book a call if they're serious, uh, you know, and if, if they're like a business owner, if they have this and that, you know, or whatever, if, if they you really want to grow only, but only yeah. if you really want to grow. <laughs> yeah. And, and the reason that we say that too is it's genuine. It's like, you know, we're yeah. not like, this is not a get rich, you know, kind of thing or whatever. This is, right. this is serious. Like if you have a business, 
you want to get more, more people coming through. This is, this is YouTube, YouTube ads. And, yeah. you know, and obviously you can make a lot of money with that, but it's like, if you have a business and you, you need to get more leads, more sales, more people in your pipeline, YouTube ads, that's what we're going to do. And so I think that's why I, I was wow. blown away too. And so I was like, why are we paying more for lower quality leads that aren't converting as well? Cause you can see purchase metrics too. Although that's, as you get further and further down the line, it, you know, the attribution gets a little more murkier as I'm sure, you know, right. Sure. So the per perfect attribution is a little, little tricky. Obviously there's different tools and stuff that you can use, but, um, but it, it's really, really interesting when you start diving into that. And so we've rolled this out uh, across, you know, clients and it's incredible. We've got, we've got a client, uh, right now that, that helps, um, that is basically a real estate investment, uh, coach, you know, they basically help people build a real estate investment portfolio. And what, what we're doing with him is we're targeting high net worth, you know, top 20% of income earners who are watching videos on real estate. Mm -hmm. And they're also, you know, have some degree of like business kind of uh, background. And so that's our triangle, like our 3d YouTube ads. And, um, he and actually just filmed a video called Under the Hood. I, I threw it um, on YouTube and, and over on my Facebook group too. But uh, Under the Hood, taking a look at like a snapshot of one of his campaigns, the wow. last um, last two months, he has, uh, we've been scaling this up over time, $99 phone call applications to top 20% of income earners, right? And if you think about it, the, the, the KPIs, the metrics- So like all it, the right? way through is the people that actually take the phone call, cost of acquisition essentially is like, Paying uh, yes, they take the phone call. Exactly. Cost of, cost of phone call. I don't know what his, um, off the top of my head. And, and obviously yeah, our big yeah. metric is to get the, 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 uh, the applications. I don't know exactly how many is converting, but in, in kind of the high ticket or coaching or consulting world, sure. a very common number is, you know, is, is 20%. You want to be higher than that. Right. But you don't yeah. really want to be lower. If you, if you close one out of every five, you know, strategy calls that you get on, um, you can do the math there, right? If you're paying $99 per, call right or a hundred dollars mm -hmm. per call if you get a five hundred dollar client acquisition cost for you know multi thousand dollar program you're making a really really good return yeah, you right pay there. that all day you just keep exactly scaling. and we scale yeah. that campaign up to a thousand dollars a day in ad spend really a thousand yeah. a day in an ad yeah, spend? And so it went it went for and there's a little bit of diminishing returns as anything sure. but here's the thing if you do this on facebook oh my god up and down up and down up, with down. this campaign god forbid it started today. out at eighty dollars started out eighty dollars okay. per application Right now, it's sitting at around $110, $115 per application. The average over two months is, is $99. Yeah. Um, and that's the video that I recorded. But you can see there, yes, it went up. Um, and uh, But that's going from $100, uh, or no, I think actually $200 a day up to $1,000 a day. And wow. so, you know, obviously, it's the same thing. $115 phone calls that if you convert one out of every five or better. I mean, that's like the benchmark, right? You want to, you want to do better than that. I mean, it's, it's, it's a real recipe for success. And that's what we, we get on and we tell people about it. It's like, look at, look at the numbers and look at what's possible. And the other thing though, too, is the reason that I can be so confident at, at his conversion numbers. And I know he's converting, like, he, I know he's getting a lot of, a lot of sales though, too. I don't know his exact. Yeah, he wouldn't keep doing, he wouldn't scale you up to exactly, a thousand. Exactly. Yeah. He would be, he's like, let's, let's, how much can we spend? $365,000 a year. Yeah, I know. It's, it's the question that's, that he asked that's for amazing. me. amazing. And, and so, and so essentially, you know, um, with, with that campaign, we know they're top 20% of income earners. Yeah. That's the crazy part. Yeah. And if you want to hear something even more crazy, I, the, the metrics there with, with the most recent within the last like two weeks, it's been about around 115. Um, or, or actually, no, I think this is the whole time. Sorry. The whole time is $99. The average 11 to 20% income earners 
is around $125 and it's $90 per application for top 10% of income earners. Crazy. It's cheaper, so cheaper. for the top 10% the end, than it is for the, the 11 to 20. Right. For the call. For the call. For the call. Exactly. Yeah, so leads, leads typically it tends to be a little bit different in that like technically if you're advertising to people, you know, the top income brackets are more desirable. So you might pay more for a view or for a lead. But those leads will convert more, not only into applications, but also into sales on the back end. Right. And if you do it right, to your point. If you do it, if you do it right. Yeah. If you do it right. Otherwise, they're skipping your shit because they don't. Oh, yeah, care. yeah, exactly. But yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy when you look at it. And uh, yeah, it's really cool. So why isn't everyone doing this? I think that's the thing. Like, I don't is know. everyone doing this? And I'm like, just not me. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's the thing. I, and, and, and again, like, you know, that's what I've been, been preaching. So I've been, you know, we'll right. talk about my background in a second, but you know, we've been doing um, YouTube ads uh, for, for businesses, for business owners the last three or four years. Obviously yeah. I've been doing YouTube ads in general last, you know, last five, six years, but, but YouTube ads specifically for businesses, coaches, consultants, course creators, like online business owners, B2B as well. Right. So people who are in this, this space um, and you know, what I found is people more and more are getting fed up with Facebook and all of their antics. The other thing too, is you can say a lot more on YouTube than you can on Facebook, right? Yeah. You know, you don't have to worry about talking about client results. I can say we've helped our clients generate multiple eight figures. You know, you gotta be careful over on Facebook. You say some things like- Oh, they have, do they have rules? Like, oh like, yeah, oh. Facebook has, cra yeah, they've got crazy, crazy rules. Like, you, you know, you say, you say the wrong thing, you're gonna get you're going to get like shut down. And, 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 you know, if you, if you go around, if you like kind of poke your head into different circles and you just ask people like, have you guys, you know, anybody gotten shut down on Facebook? It's like, I don't know, six out of 10 people are going to raise their hand and say that they did at some point, not permanently, you know, some people get their accounts back, but Hey, that's a major disruption. Usually you're just saying the wrong thing, like saying results. Yep. I mean, does that, are they trying to avoid the, like the pyramid scheme people in the, I think yeah, they don't have good enough. They don't have good enough dis differentiators between what's true and what's not. And so they think sure. anything, you know, like if I talked about some of those ROAS or returns or whatever, they're going to flag that automatically. Interesting. So that means somebody yeah. has to watch it and go like, I think they have algorithms and okay. they have backup manual checks. So I have, I have, you know, obviously, you know, I, I have good friends who, you know, do Facebook ads. I also have good friends. I mean, a lot of, I know a lot of people who run Facebook ads and it's a game too, you know, and, and also we have some, you know, middle of funnel. So some people come in through YouTube and then, you know, we're, we're going to hit them everywhere and Facebook, LinkedIn, et cetera. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it's one of those things where there's so much more you can do on YouTube and it's video. Right. Right. You know, it's just connecting with somebody's face and even hearing somebody's voice too. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm just a huge believer in, you know, somebody actually connecting on a deeper level with you as opposed to just an image ad on, on Facebook. Yes, you can do video, but the audio is off by default. It's not really built for video. YouTube's a video viewing platform right? where you only pay if somebody watches 30 seconds. It's, it's an unfair advantage. And that's why, you know, you wonder why more people aren't doing it. Google ran a study a couple of years ago where they found out, that 68% um, of people between the age of 18 to 48 make purchase decisions based on YouTube ads. 68%. You might be like, wait a second, that, that's, that's more than half. You might even be thinking that you don't make purchase decisions based on YouTube. But here's the thing. Think about it. Last time you were to go in to buy a smartphone or you know, maybe you're going to look up that gimbal I told you guys about. Yeah. Or you know, you're, going to, you're looking for your dream car. You're using YouTube to inform those purchase decisions. You're going to YouTube, you're watching a video and you're purchasing, but only 9% of businesses advertise on YouTube. 
Wow. Huge discrepancy, huge area for us to, to go in and take advantage of. Total blue ocean on YouTube right now compared to Facebook where everybody and their uncle is running ads. They're all, they all look the same. They're all getting it from the same few you know, people who are teaching those yeah. um, versus on YouTube being authentic and creating a video. I also just love the fact that every ad's different. Your ad is going to be your ad. It's not going to be the same copy that's just tweaked a little bit, the same type of image. or Line one, photo. line two, image. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Random exactly. display ad that no one wants to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I was thinking, I actually, I did. One of the purchases I made was this backpack um, mm -hmm. to go hiking. It's a Osprey Talon yeah. 33. And I was like, what size should I get? Should Because there's like 22 um, 28 or like 33 and that's like how many liters you have in storage right and it's like or should I get the 54 and which one works the best for Kilimanjaro and you know so uh -huh. I remember just going on YouTube and even just looking up people and they're like wearing it and I remember seeing this one guy in like the highlands of Scotland wearing this thing I'm like that looks cool it was red too I'm like that looks yeah. great I want I want to that looks awesome sweet and then I bought because of that they probably can't track I, I doubt you know, Osprey knows that I was geeking out on some of their super fans, but hey, Osprey, I did. And yeah, exactly like you're saying. And for those, the, the ones that you maybe don't know enough about, and it's not like a knee jerk, let me go buy some ice cream. It's like, no, it's considered sale. Like a lot of people listening, you know, B2B, complex sale, you're considering yeah. it, whether it's technology or healthcare, or finance or something, they're trying to help buyers make these complex decisions. And a backpack's like a a mini I made I made it more than it needed to be probably but yeah. I was like geeking out on it and and yeah it's like watching a video and seeing people do that it was huge so wow but only nine percent of businesses are doing yeah. that yeah, especially in the b2b too like where um and a huge thing that a lot of our clients do that are in b2b or, or consulting or whatever is they're they're using webinars right webinars yeah. are huge b2b oh, dude I do one a week for yeah, sure. And that's what we do is webinars. Yeah. And so here's the crazy thing. I've heard people tell me on Facebook, and I don't believe this by the way, but people have told me about Facebook. They're like, webinars are dead. You know, we we're running Facebook ads, but here's the problem. We, we both know webinars are, are far from dead. They work incredibly well. They're all talking about, okay, we're just going to do like attention spans decreasing. Like we were talking about earlier. We'll just do like a five, 10 minute training. But here's the thing. You're kidding yourself. If you really think that a five to 10 minute training has the same value and weight as an hour long webinar. True. It's just that maybe it's the platform. That's the problem. It's not the webinar. It's mm. the platform you're running ads to because on Facebook, think about it. people are like we talked about before are scrolling through on Facebook and they just see like a, a link to register for a webinar. Are they in the webinar watching mindset? Hell no, 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 exactly. We've all done it. We were like, that looks interesting. Maybe I'll watch it at some point and then you just wait for the replay. If at all. I mean, that's if you're right. lucky. They, People don't even really, you know, on, on, on Facebook, but on YouTube, people, let's say somebody like the Infusionsoft example, somebody's actually looking up how to use Infusionsoft. Oh, that's a great point. You get in front of them and you say, you know, you basically educate, you provide some value. And then you say on our webinar, I'm going to show you exactly how this works and that's show you. That's a really good point. They're in video watching consumption mode. What's a webinar other than a longer form video. People get blown away when I talk about the average a watch rate, the, the view rate on our webinar. Now it isn't every hour on the hour webinar. So it'll be, it'll depend, you know, if you do live webinars, it's a little bit different, but every hour on the hour webinar and every webinar that we have running in the background, the average view rate is over six. Well, actually it's over 55% with us and our clients. Ours is closer to 60%. And here's the crazy thing too. 
we have an hour and eight long, a minute long webinar. Our average watch time is 53 minutes. So on average, our clients are getting between a 50 to 60% show up rate. People register for the webinar, show up to the webinar. Right. And for us, now obviously this is not saying to ever, other people, but for our webinar, hour and eight minutes, 53 minutes is the average watch time. And we come in with our offer to book a call at 45 minutes. That's the power of YouTube ads to webinar. It is an incredible combination. And we're doing the same thing, right? We're running top income brackets, people who are watching videos, maybe they're watching a video on marketing or advertising or YouTube ads, or a big one for us is people watching on Facebook ads. And we get in front of them talking about why YouTube better and then layering it with business <laughs> owners. Oh, exactly, so dirty. Right? I, I love know, it. I know. I love and, then, it. and then business owner and ClickFunnels or people who've been to ClickFunnels.com. And we take that and that's how we target that perfect buyer right in the center and, uh, and get somebody to, to sign up, watch the webinar, and then from there, book a call. Hey, if somebody's looking at, you know, the Infusionsoft thing, by the way, Pardot's better. But anyways, uh, if someone's looking at Infusionsoft videos, does it even matter what their income bracket is? Because, you know, or like, do you need to always get the VP? I mean, I, I do, you know, I'm saying like, yeah. what if it's just like somebody on the marketing team? Um, do you have clients who have just been like, I don't care. Anybody that eats, sleep, like for me, eats, sleeps, breathes, pardot, I would want to hang out. Like, let's, yeah. let's hang out. It, but is there something to Google's algorithm where, the, does it matter? That, that intent is so juicy. Like when you mentioned, yeah. I forget that YouTube has intent. Sometimes it doesn't if I'm just, I ended up on this video because yeah. I'm staying up to one and I don't know why and it's YouTube and they've got me, and I'm suckered in. But you're right. If I specifically do go after a video and it shows me another video, another video, uh, there's some intent there. So what, what's your thought? Like open it up the floodgates or still refine it down to the income? So what I recommend for that would be top 50% of income earners. Okay. Um, what I found is that the lower, this is going to sound bad or whatever, but it's just yeah. marketing, right? The, yeah. the, you know, it, it's demog the, the data doesn't lie, but the lowest quality traffic is that low. There's, they don't even break it up. They're basically like top 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, and then lower 50%. Everybody, for the most part, unless you're selling, like if you're selling B2B or anything like that, yeah. get rid of lower 50%. Um, now really? if you're selling like more. What, what is that 50% that makes it bad? Like, and I believe you, I trust yeah. you. So is it just like, does it doesn't mean like people that just don't make money or I know it's marketing and, but what? It's what the lower 50% of household incomes, but across America. So one thing I think that is interesting and obviously I, you know, I'm a huge proponent. I want to, I want I, I obviously believe in, in, in lifting people up, but yeah. it's not necessarily that like I don't have the program for that. So I got to target the people that I'm going to be reaching. Um, right. So I want people to, to be lifted up and everything, but it's interesting. There's studies that have run that the, the lower 50%, 50% of income earners have less than a thousand dollars in savings. Now right. that could work for a, for a backpack or something like that, right? That could work because you know, it doesn't, that doesn't actually matter that that kind of transcends people. Right. You know, you, you know, even if they're, they'll find a way they're, they're doing stuff like that, but for a B2B or deal, you know, also they're less likely to be even in a company like that. If they're in the lower 50%, just, just realistically. Do you think maybe they accidentally got on that video? Cause I would have thought that the video would exclude them. Like, why would you? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's stuff. a thing. You'll find a lot of crossover with a video like that, but let's say, um, another example is if you're, if you're going after, you know, real estate, inv uh, real estate investing or real estate type topics, right? Oh, for sure. Anybody can look that up. And so, so that I think is a better example. So maybe, you know, what you're doing alone, but 
in that case too, there's no downside to exclude it because you, you think there's really not going to be that many there anyways. There might but, not be. Um, yeah, but yeah. I guess to your point, worth a test. Knowing like, okay, maybe even split it. I probably can. Like split it in two groups. Here's the bottom 50%. Yeah. All Rick said is not going to work out for me. Let's, let's see yeah. if he's right, you know? And, and when yeah. it proves right, you can be like, I told you so. <laughs> I know. We've had, we've had a bunch of clients. There's two things. There's that. And then there's also the display network on, on YouTube, which is basically like it, it's a video ad, but it shows up on mobile apps and on like, you know, other websites. And then we tell people to basically exclude those two things in general. Don't do now, those because it's more yeah, like a Facebook display ad. And yeah, not- yeah. Well, exactly. It's the same, exactly the same thing is there. And every once in a while, there are people like, well, I'm going to test it. And then they're like, okay, the test turned out like this. The, the only, the only, <laughs> the, the exception though is, is if it is something that's like e-com or something that's like more mass market, then of course that is something. Or we do have people who have things that are designed and geared towards people and lifting them up, like teaching them how to make their, their first few dollars online, like, and, or however that sure. happens to, to be, or, you know, how to, you know, learn how to use click funnels and, and, and to, to build, you know, build yourself up. We have people who target students, so they wouldn't do that either. You know, we have somebody who, you know, literally like basically what they do is they help students build like resumes and things sure. like that. Right. Sure. And so, you know, there are cases that that's the case, but with B2B or like those examples we were talking about, that's where, you know, usually you're going to want to target higher income brackets. Right. And I even think about myself, right? Buying presents for the people I love, like surprising with like crazy cool gifts. And for myself, I'm like cheap as hell, you know? So like yeah. Google may think, I'm like, they may be confused. Like this Casey guy, like he he's buying these nice things for people, but like come to himself, like, <laughs> dude, buy another pair of boots already. Your, lo- your logo's falling off. Let's, let's go. Um, so yeah, interesting. Always good to test, but it's good to know that there's this, look, you've been testing and these, these are the things you're seeing and it really matters when you come to targeting. Uh, you know, one of the questions that comes up, like your, your hooks were awesome and it doesn't, it doesn't hurt that you probably rehearsed the hell out of that. Um, yeah. But, in, and you also, you're like a really likable guy and you got like, you got hair. I got a blue hat. Like, I don't know. Like you seem like a great guy. So when it comes to like the spokesperson or, you know, a lot of these people listening, they're not the CEO. It's not the consultant. They're part of a team. Do they need to get the CEO? Can it be just a random marketer? Is there something special about those people? What's your, what's the, what's your take? Yeah. So the, I think the thing is, it's being natural, right? We talked about this mm-hmm. the, uh, towards the beginning is picking up right. your camera and recording, recording a video, you can use a gimbal and an iPhone, you know, but if you're part of a team and we work with a lot of people who are part of teams that, you know, especially yeah. with the larger companies, we're working with their marketing team or even a subsection of the marketing team. Right. And when we do that, you know, we work with the spokespeople. There could be a spokesperson. Sometimes if it's more product oriented, then, then you can kind of rely more on the product. Um, there's a few different ways to do it. Right. So one is you might have somebody in your area. That's a good spokesperson. Doesn't, doesn't need to be the CEO of the whole company. It's a big company, right? You can take somebody in your marketing department, excuse me, that, that might be a good spokesperson for it. Right. Especially if it's, you know, some type of company where it's B2B, right. Where you're selling to other businesses. Yeah. That's, I mean, you're just a representative of what your company does. If it's a product or like software, like online thing, then obviously you let that do the talking and yes, you might be the one presenting it, but again, same thing. People resonate with natural, right? We tune out ads that feel like they're overly produced. Like we're talking as a big myth at the beginning, kind of going back full circle to that. You know, it's like, if you can create something that feels natural and I understand sometimes you need to get approval and stuff, but obviously, you know, just 
doing it and creating that video. There is a hack though. There is a hack if you have something that is, um, you know, especially something that's like a software or something that's like a, a product. Yeah. If you're in the B2B or consulting or that kind of space, really you within the company, whether you're the marketing person uh, or you're somebody who, who you know, is able to be a spokesperson, right? Somebody within the company should be the face of that or at least introducing them to that. You don't need to be the face of the rest of the company, just at least for the marketing. But when it comes to um, products and like online things, we have what we call the influencer method. And this is where you can actually, instead of hiring a big studio or a big spokesperson, we had people do everything, but I'm sure one, one way that you could do it, and this is a hack is you can hire an influencer at rock bottom prices, have a double whammy of they'll post it on their YouTube channel. So you get some organic exposure and then you run that as an ad. So you basically hire an influencer for a few hundred dollars to produce a video that feels natural because it's natural to them. You can give them the bullet points of your script. We actually have a way, we have a templated email to request that and, cool. and a way to work with them. And we've helped some of our clients do this, right? We call it the influencer method because you get a high production video better than a high production video too, because it feels natural because it's a YouTuber. Yeah. They're reviewing your product, right? Or not review. You can't call it a review. That's like one of the rules, but, but you know, they're doing a curated video of your product, right? They're showcasing it. They're doing whatever or your software and they're talking about it. And then you take that video and run it as an ad. And, and we even have ways to pitch it. And we're like, Hey, you know, just sign here, add to the contract that we can run this as an advertisement, right? You have to, yeah. you have to you know, the legal or whatever. But, but the way that you bring it to them is say, not only are we going to pay you for this, and we're going to give you this product for free, but we also want to run this as an ad and get you more exposure and more subscribers for your channel. Nice. It's, it's, oh man, it is a huge, uh, huge hack. And it's something we've helped, we've helped, you know, a variety of clients with, but. Um, I mean, it's a fantastic idea, but I, I can see how getting your help with it, because it's like, we'd know the first thing about a YouTuber <laughs> contract to make sure it can be an advertisement, but yep. you have to have you kind of shepherd that along. Um, I, Right. And they're good at it. Right. So I'm thinking about some of my favorite travel bloggers, not yep. that I would hire them for my stuff, but you know, like for some travel company, like, yeah, they're so cool and they're so polished. And, and I, even then, if they make polished video, it's still, it's still neat. It doesn't feel like an ad. Yeah. Like Karen, and Nate, you know, they're travel. Yeah. I, I love them. I love, Don't them. You love those guys. Yeah. 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 I saw that they, they recently did one for simply Save. They didn't add for simply Save. Oh, I was did like, they? They run that as an ad they, they, with their, cause they're now they're doing the van. Right. So I don't know they're if you're, van, yeah. it's so it's so funny. I love it. But see, these are it's so funny, right? Where, where you have, they're just so fun. And, and, but they're oh, like yeah. really good videos. They must be using gimbals like crazy. Oh, but, I know. And then, and, and then, yeah. Yeah. But it still and, feels and, like it's just a couple going on a trip. Exactly. And, and, and obviously I love, I mean, they're, they're, I'm a huge fan too. That's actually kind of funny. Yeah, funny. Well, we, we'll, we love to say some of the same YouTube, YouTube content, but they, they actually recently, cause they got the, the van cause the traveler or whatever, as you know, you know, they did a video on simply safe, which obviously is sponsored video and it's good. You know, I'm glad, I'm glad that they have sponsors, you know, in this time, right. Cause obviously the travel sure. starter or whatever. Um, and, um, they basically did a video on how they, they kind of hooked it up, but, but it also is content too. It's basically, you know, everybody loves their content, but then they're also sponsored by simply safe to secure their van. But here's the thing. I bet you simply safe isn't doing this, but what they could do is they could run that video as an ad. Oh, they've made an ad already. You could take that video and run it as an ad for new people, even if they aren't already so It was like a TV ad or? No, 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 as a YouTube ad, as a YouTube ad. No, but what did they do already? What? 
So, so it's no, it's a YouTube video. So they, they basically just published a YouTube video featuring oh, simply safe. Karen and Nate were just yeah. like, hey, we used to sponsor us. Hey, cool. Yep, yep, yep. Simply exactly. safe, you're saying they should grab that and then use that like gangbuster style. They should be putting that out there with thousand dollars a day kind of spend and just get it out there. Exactly. Every exactly. time you search for simple safe or home protection, mm-hmm. see now they're getting an ad on our show too, which is great. Exactly. Hey, are, <laughs> but then they, they would probably like that too, because they're going to say, Hey, you know, you already have a big subscriber base. We're going to introduce you to even more people. And so yes. now they become like a spokesperson. And so it's a huge win-win between a brand and an influencer. influencer. And, um, and it's just, and it, it's authentic, natural yeah. content. That's actually where I, where I, you know, even started with, some of these YouTube ads. And I know at some point we'll kind of go through the journey, but when I was doing YouTube ads for mobile apps, which was kind of like, you know, it's my YouTube channel originally was a, a mobile app based channel, Got it. Um, you know, app find and um, was taking those videos that I'd make, you know, uh, basically featuring an app and then running those as ads. And we work yeah. with big companies on that because it's a, now it's not technically, you can't call it a review. There's rules against that, but you, you know, it's a curated video, right? Review style video showcasing something but it really feels natural. It has that authority. And even if somebody hadn't seen me or maybe they hadn't seen Karen Nate or whatever, you could run that video and people, there's an authentic, authenticity that people feel, right? Mm-hmm. When they watch something that is, you know, that people are who they say they are. Yeah. And so you, it's, it's, it's valuable. You could target Karen Nate's channel. So every mm-hmm. time you go to watch one of their videos, yeah. you see more of them, you won't be annoyed because you're like, I'm here for them nope. anyways. Um, and it just keeps repeating the message over and over and over again. So you first, you're looking at them in Azerbaijan and here they are with simple safe, like yep. simply safe. Um, yeah. So they could double down on that. They can get people in other channels, people mm-hmm. looking for all the broad stuff as well as their own brand. Yeah. They could totally do that up. Exactly. And, and not enough people are looking at that as a possibility. And that's especially, you know, you take a bigger company, um, and that's a strategy that you can apply for a mass market type, you know, type, type, you know, product or, or something that is going to appeal to a wider base is you partner with one of these influencers and you, you implement. Why are you this voice in the wilderness, like bringing people to the, to the Nile here? And what, why do not, why do not, <laughs> I can't even <laughs> talk. Why aren't people do, why aren't people doing this? I know you said like 9% and what is it? I mean, why are people trying Facebook when yeah. they should be doing YouTube? Is it they don't want to do production that, or they're scared of production? Yeah, I think people are scared of the video. People, there's, there's a lot of content out there talking about, you know, Facebook ads. And that's why I'm yeah. trying to, you know, get out here and I'm doing podcasts and I'm doing, you know, free content. We'll talk about my webinar at some point, but you know, yeah. doing all this different content and teaching people YouTube ads. And then obviously our clients, that's where we, we work hands on with them and help them set everything up. But, you know, I think that the thing is, is people just don't know how valuable this is. And I think one big misconception that people had too, other than just the videos is people think YouTube's a branding platform. They think, oh, it's branding. It's not conversions today. Branding. But that's not true. It is, it's both branding. There's another myth, smash it. <laughs> yeah, another myth that we're gonna smash with a hammer, right? It's also conversions today. Because if somebody has intent and they're watching a YouTube video on Infusionsoft, right? If they're watching a YouTube video on marketing and I run, run my ad in front of it, you know, if, if in a, in a hypothetical yeah. world, they're watching, uh, watching either a travel video or a video on home security and Karen Nate pop up before that video with totally. their natural video, but featuring simply safe, right? These are all ways to get conversions immediately, get people to yeah. click the link and actually, you know, actually sign up and take that next step or whatever that happens to be. 
And I think people are starting to realize that we've obviously now we've worked, you know, with, with, with hundreds and hundreds and, and, you know, like we're, if not over a thousand already, we're nearing that really soon. Jeez, you're and baller. You're a video it, baller. Yeah, exactly. Lots of, so we work with lots of clients. And so it's, it's one of those things where we're chipping away, we're making it happen and people are, are seeing the power of YouTube. You're like boardwalk empire of the YouTube world. <laughs> YouTube mafia right here. This is awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> it is an honor, Godfather, to speak oh. with you and learn, learn from you. Um, so I feel, I feel more at ease on the spokesperson thing. I, I mean, I could see either myself or other people. Um, hey, do you know Ethan Butte? Have you met him? Um, it sounds familiar. I don't think I, yeah, I've, yeah no, I don't think there. I met him, but I'll introduce you to him. He works at a company called bomb bomb and they do like uh, little personalized videos that you dro- can be dropped in emails and mm. people, like, you're like, Hey, Albert, how's it going? You know? And like, and it's really cool. And I, I love it. But I had a conversation with him on the podcast and, yeah. and I was like, I was kind of, I don't say nervous, like me nervous, but I was, I was like, well, what if you send these videos and what if people think you're stupid, you know? And I think maybe there's something with the video around that mm-hmm. where it's like, ooh, me be the spokesperson. I eventually got over that one. Like, I'm, I'm stupid. I'm saying this video and it's going to be okay. But, um, but he kind of coached me through like, yeah, it's just, you just sort of like, you work on that and you realize it's okay. It's fine. Don't try to be perfect. And to your point, we don't need the high production value. We just need authentic people. You get on there, you believe in it. Like you were like, look, Facebook's ad. Facebook ads suck. These other things are way better. Here's why. I'll tell you all about it. Like, let me just teach you. Come, come children. Let me teach yeah. you. And people are like, yeah, okay, cool. I'll take you up on that. You seem like a, a cool guy. You're not selling me vitamins, you know? So <laughs> I don't know. It, it seems, yeah. it's, I'll introduce you to him, but there's definitely something there where people, I think a little nervous video, you're definitely more open to criticism. Like, oh, do I have a pimple today? And am I going to say the right thing? And all that. Yeah. And I, I think, I think the big thing, I think that is one of the areas. I think the big thing, and we've worked with clients on this too, is, is understanding that natural actually works better and being yourself works well. Now, not to say there aren't things that yeah. we can touch up about certain things. And honestly, what, what we tell people is feel like you're overdoing it, right? You know, energy, <laughs> right? It's like, you know, people talk about, you know, like, like camera adding like weight or subtracting. Or no, 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 no. It, the biggest thing the camera does, it takes away energy. So you need to have yeah. more energy right? Almost yeah. feel like you're a caricature, you know, of yourself or whatever, like, you know, or just imagine Billy Mays. Like I was a huge, you know, huge, huge Billy Mays fan. Um, and just imagine, right. Yourself being like, it would actually, I mean, obviously not exactly like Billy Mays, you know, but, but you know what I mean? Like imagine with that energy, right. And, yeah. and, and that type of thing. And, and, and it's like, it's, it's, I think it's, it's one of those things where when people realize, wait a second, I have, you know, the ability to just do it and just get on camera and people are going to resonate with that. And, you know, it's going to feel funny to you, but you're going to overemphasize things and use hand motions. And, you know, and also this is, this is part of who I actually am. But I also like when I'm recording a video, you know, I don't overthink it. But I also know that like, all right, I'm going to like, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into state, you know, whatever your thing is, right? If it's, if yeah. it's meditation or Tony Robbins priming or whatever, you know, just you're going to get into state and you're going to like be like, all right, let's, let's go and, and let's just film it. Yeah. We'll have to talk about Tony Robbins in a second. Um, but yeah, I totally, I totally hear. I remember when I was doing some radio back in the day, they, they were telling me like, oh, the radio takes away 10% of all the energy. So if you think you're being energetic, actually you're coming across like a boring idiot. So like- <laughs> step it up and i yeah. think for technologists you think it's you think it's energetic but actually if you just hi guys how you doing like yeah it's probably your conversion rates yeah. are not exactly where they're going to need to be 
there's some, if there's passion, I feel like people respond to passion. Yep. Maybe the energy equaling passion. If like, if they see that, they're like, wow, this guy believes this. I should probably listen as opposed to they don't really believe what they're saying. Exactly. It's that, it's that energy and that passion. And when people see that you're authentic and you're actually excited yeah. about it, like I'm excited to show people why YouTube ads are better. Same thing with these podcasts. I'm really excited to talk about YouTube ads yeah. because I do believe what, what you're telling, what you're saying too, is like more people should be doing this. Yeah. And I think that you know that you have a, uh, you know, a service or a product or a coaching, consulting, whatever it is, that's going to help people and yeah. is better and people's lives are going to be better or businesses are going to be better with your product or service. And so you just bring that passion and belief to your ad and that's what's going to help you succeed. You know, I'll go with you on that. You know what? If you really care about your customers, then you need to be on YouTube. And if you're not on YouTube, you just must not care about your customers because they need to be brought to the light. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it right here. Call them right people. Call them. Yeah. Uh, not to turn it into an infomercial, but I'm sold. <laughs> Sounds good. In fact, I was going to say, I don't want everyone to do video. I, I know you do, but I only want people listening to the show to do video. So they have that like pristine advantage over everyone else who just letting that channel go to the wayside. So yeah, I need to, I need to st step into that yeah. and get, get on board. Man, how, how did you become this wizard, this, this all-knowing, the, the, the tree, the all-knowing tree of, of life, of, of YouTube? Like, who are you, man? Take me back. Like, yeah. little Eric days. Like, like where'd you grow up? Did you always, were you always big into video? Yeah, yes. I've always, I've always loved video. I yeah. think, you know, I, I, I grew up, you know, kind of, so I'm here in, in Boston, but I grew up in, in kind of the suburbs. It's actually kind of funny because we talked about, we know some of the similar areas, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, kind of grew up in the, in the suburbs of Boston and, you know, I've always been entrepreneurial and loving video. I remember the two early, you know, earlier memories of, of myself is myself at the cliche lemonade stand, right? You know, like the <laughs> classic, you know, young entrepreneur, right? A lemonade stand and everything. But then the other memories is learning, you know, editing and, and video editing and, and wow. being excited about video. And I remember, you know, I wasn't really allowed to like do video games growing up. And so I, I was taught to be creative. And so, you know, for, you know, Christmas and birthdays and things like that, I would get video, I, would, I got a video camera. And I remember, you know, at, at, at one point, um, I got the entire, you know, obviously it was, it was, it was like the box set, like, you know, the, the, you load like a million CDs in, but you know, Adobe like creative suite and, you know, and basically I got that. Um, and I taught myself how to edit an Adobe premiere, wow. you know, when I was like nine. Right. Wow. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. And so I basically was editing. I remember I was going on video co-pilot, you know, the, 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 the forums learning how to, oh, like, yeah, sure. Adobe, some, some people will get that, you know, they'll be like, Oh, you know, I was in those forums too, but um, you know, video copilot learning of after effects and you know, video editing and all of this. And uh, I was recording at the time, like I was recording like sketch videos, with my friends, like, you know, yeah. whatever, like, kind of classic. Um, you know, obviously I remember, you know, YouTube coming out and, and being so excited because, you know, before that, like just regular hosting and, you know, other, I think there's also like new grounds, but your sites, your, your video, video was down. tough you before to, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, it was it, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You had to like host it. There was all, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was tough. And so I remember being so excited um, and I created some sketch channels, but then, you know, what I did was. In 2009, I created AppFind, which is a, is a channel, you know, I was reviewing mobile apps, technology tutorials. I was really, you know, Apple kind of fanboy. Right? I love, you know, yeah. Mac and iPhone and all of that. 
And so I remember doing different videos and what I was doing is I was showing people how to use their iPhone, how to use, you know, um, all of their like devices, how the like, best apps and the channel started growing and it grew more and more. And I was growing this, you <laughs> yeah. know, through, like as I was, when I was young, right. And I was going this through, through high school and then into college. Right. And, um, it became the largest app review channel. I mean, today, and, and I don't do as much with it right now, or, or I mean, I don't personally, it's still, it's still growing, but you know, it's more of like a four hour work, like month for me. Oh, wow. Honest. But yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, you know, one, one to two hours, like a week and like max and, and, and that's it. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's this YouTube channel, like 450,000, you know, subscribers. And, um, and what we started to do, and this was, you know, like a while ago, we started to get a lot of sponsors. So we got a lot of sponsors. We got accepted the YouTube partner program when it was wow. like invite only kind of thing. And, um, and then we started to, you know, get sponsorships and applications where we're paying us thousands of dollars to promote their apps on our channel and all kinds wow. of things. And I remember, um, you know, it was one particular app and this was about five, uh, this was about five to, uh, th th this was about, well, no, that's about six years ago now, actually. So it's about six years ago now, there's one particular app and it was like a social media networking app. We did a video, we uploaded it to YouTube and it got thousands of downloads, kind of like, you know, like a Karen Nate promotion, right? Sure. They upload a video and a lot of people will go like, yeah. they've got the Surfshark. Now they, they just did a Simply Safe one. They've done all kinds of different promotions or whatever. Um, but they publish a video, people do it, but then the video is kind of like the video has been published. So yeah. they, they're like, how do we get more downloads? So I started researching, like, what if we run this as a YouTube ad? So we took $500 in one week, we got 11 thousand users for their app <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> it was incredible and so you know we got eleven thousand users and so um i remember they called me up so they were they were so excited they, they actually you know at, at the time i was this was like a a company out of like silicon valley that I hope was they sent like, you doing, a fruit basket with a bottle oh of wine God. or something yeah 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 so, well, well then I work with another even bigger one. They, they gave me like a, they, they wanted me to like, I was in college at the time, drop out of college, you know, fly <laughs> over there. You know, they're like, you know, you'll be the head of YouTube ads. Like, we'll you know, take over the world kind of Shit, thing. You um, didn't do that? You stayed in school? No, I wanted to, yeah, I stayed in school and stayed in building my, because I knew I wanted, instead of the night in somebody else's castle, I want to be the king of my own castle. Uh, so, I get you, man. I get you. You know, that. my YouTube channel was paying for college, so I didn't really have wow. debt. Right? So I had that. Your and YouTube then, college paid, YouTube channel paid for your college. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It, and it, incredible. And, and, you know, and I was making basically six figures a year on, on my YouTube channel. Yeah. And I knew that what I wanted to do though, was not be capped at that, you know, at that kind of level. Cause it was like kind of capped at like, you know, 120, 150 a year, which is obviously that's good. That's good money. But, but I knew I could do so much more. I wanted to build a business that wasn't as scalable. And right. I still have it running in the background. The cool thing is it's, it's still, it's semi-passive income. Obviously, I have a couple of touch points and stuff. But Hell it's, yeah, it's dude. Tim, Tim Ferriss, kind of like four-hour yeah, work Yeah, four-hour work week here. Exactly. And so Sick. what I was like, all right, now I'm going to do YouTube ads for mobile apps. So I did YouTube ads for mobile apps. Um, this was like six years ago. Yeah. We drew millions of downloads for apps. You know, we, we basically uh, became kind of known, like, hey, getting, right. getting you know, app launches and stuff. But then I started to, to get into the world of ClickFunnels. I was using, you know, because I had kind of exhausted, I used my network, mm. I sold to my network, right, of, of, of app developers that did promotions right. and I sold them like marketing packages. But when I exhausted that, I was like, all right, well, now I'm going to run YouTube ads to a webinar about getting app 
you know, app leads and then, and then sell them in a high ticket. And that was working really well. But then circles that I was in, cause I found some coaches and some mentors yeah, yeah, around yeah. click funnels. Like, how did you do that? Not the apps, but how did you get somebody from a YouTube ad to watch a webinar to become a client? I said, Oh, well, yes, yeah, what I did. I mean, you know, I'm yeah. like, that's easier than the app stuff. The app stuff, you're driving millions of downloads. Like, no, but that's more lucrative. And that's what I started realizing. Wait a second. Driving leads for high ticket sales or for core sales. Way or more valuable. B2B is so much more valuable an than a $1 app, you know, yeah. or an app that's free plus, you know, in-app purchase or whatever. And so that's when I started going to the last four years. I've been YouTube ads, you know, for, for basically for businesses. We work with a lot of, you know, consultants, uh, coaches, course creators, B2B yeah. kind of people in that area. Um, and we have a done with you process. So it's really unique instead of it just being like a course where it's just training people to have to figure it out on their own. I don't believe in that, right? I want to be able to help people. There's no hands on with the course. That's a problem. On the other side, you know, you have agencies, but it's like a black box. You're, you're paying them fees forever. You're not actually implementing this. You're not learning it. Yeah. What we have is a hybrid approach. We have trainings that people get lifetime access to step-by-step, but we're also hands-on we have copywriters that are writing, you know, That's scripts cool. with them on a call. We're actually helping them set things up, optimizing, scaling their campaigns and working with them hands on to dial everything in. Cool. And then some things that, you know, you don't, you're not blowing it up like an agency would with like a million extra costs that, you know, they could, they could do themselves. That's, that's a cool combo, man. And so you, so you didn't drop out of school and no. you, you stuck it out. You got the degree. At the same yep. time, you, when did you start that YouTube channel? You were like, so I started Four years the, old or something. Yeah, I know. So I know, I know the thing is I am, I am younger, but I've always been, you know, hungry and passionate. I, I'm a huge yeah. believer. Like, you know, the, the earlier start, the, the, I mean, the better, obviously, yeah. but it, there's never too late, right? Everybody, you know, go out and, and, and go and, and, and just being passionate and motivated too. It's, it, it's, right. it's, it's really incredible. But, you know, I started the YouTube channel when I was 12, right? So it was back, it was back uh, in 2009. So I'm 23 now. And, um, yeah, just built, built the channel up and, or that channel. And then, and then I built up my, my business ad outreach and, you know, we're, uh, we're, you know, it growing from there. So it's, it's really exciting. I'm looking at your top video on app find, you know, iOS, <laughs> iOS 11 hidden features, yeah. 6.6 million views. Yes. What is I know. that? That's amazing. And then next one is 6.1, yep. 6, 5.2, 4.2, 3.9. <laughs> Holy crapola. Yeah. Holy Pretty crapola. crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, man. So, huh, so you, you're having fun. Oh, quick question. How about podcasts? Yeah. If you, can, if you can drive downloads of apps, could you drive downloads of podcasts? Yeah, absolutely. So, so with podcasts now, we've done more um, – we've done with like Spotify and we actually helped multiple musicians. It's kind of funny. We've had, so we had somebody who's kind of like similar to Taylor Swift and, you know, millions of, you know, if it, it, we helped her, she now has over, I think 2 million like subscribers and nice. there's been a few different people that we, but um, you know, so we've helped people with that, but it's the same thing. So with podcasts, absolutely. Here's what I will tell you about podcasts though. I love running podcasts and obviously, you know, and, you know, with your permission, we'll talk about this too. I would love to run this as a retargeting ad. They work incredibly well too as just content that you're hitting people with as a retargeting ad. Um, there's also something called a discovery ad, right? That's not the ad that appears in front of a YouTube video, but alongside, right? So that's oh, sure. yeah, yeah. like a, a recommended. Those are good for longer form, like hour long videos, right? So if people click on it, they're like, oh, I want to hear the podcast. Oh, wow. You know, you guys are really diving into some things. And so absolutely, actually the client I mentioned before that does the real estate investment, 
uh, he, he has, I, I'm not sure, I don't think he has a podcast, but he's been on podcasts like me, right? So I've yeah. been on podcasts and we're taking one of his podcasts and that's one of his main retargeting ads. That's and so cool. you could absolutely, you could grow a podcast, you know, a user base. You could also grow a list off of that too. And, yeah. and, and so there's so many different ways that you could do it. Um, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause I had, a, I had a buddy I was talking to the other day and he was like, you know, there's a bunch of things out there for podcasts now because they're awesome. I, I can't disagree. Um, I just do it for fun. So I, I don't know if you're, was your YouTube channel the same way? You're just like, you're doing it for fun. And then eventually like, Oh, I'm making money. I'm like, this it, is kind of neat. <laughs> exactly. I, you know, I was doing it for fun. I was having a good time. It was actually kind of funny. Like I remember, you know, back then I was on like live streams when the iPhone would come out, like Apple live streams. And there were other people there. Like I, I had a good friend, like this guy, Justin, and he'd kind of set up this live stream. I remember one of the, one time, you know, uh, you know, Marques Brownlee was on there, like MKBHD and myself. And, and there was other, other guy, Austin Evans, who does like YouTube for like computers and stuff. And all of us were on there, like, you know, these tech YouTubers and, and uh, Marquez, he, he's gone off to his channel, huge. Sure. And unfortunately, I didn't, I didn't stay in touch. I'm kind of kicking myself for that type of thing. But yeah, anyways, like, you know, I remember doing like live streams and just having a, having a blast talking about like the latest iPhone and stuff. Yeah. And so it's just been incredible to, 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 you know, propel that into, you know, not only a career over there on YouTube, but also into YouTube ads. And I still get to do what I love, right? It's video, it's advertising, it's marketing. Yeah. But, um, but now I can impact even more people and help business owners and, and businesses. Yeah. Cause it's written, I'll introduce you to him afterward. He was saying like, he does all bunch of stuff for his podcast, but what he's been looking for is like, he, I mean, he kind of like finagled his PPC agency into doing, you know, podcast promotion, but he really wants to to promote the podcast. And this sounds like a way better way than just trying to drop in oh, some, yeah. some PPC ads or, or God forbid, some oh, Facebook no, ads. So much better than you know? PPC because he can yeah. take the video. There's a, such a thing as, as a YouTube discovery ad. This is perfect for growing a channel. And I even use some of this in my own channel, although I don't want to like, you know, switch the fact, obviously a lot of my channel was grown organically, but later on, right, if we had a video we wanted oh, yeah. to promote, you can do you can do a discovery ad, which is basically an ad that feels like you naturally found it if somebody searches or <laughs> alongside another video. So dirty, it's, YouTube. It's I love ad it. And you click it, it, and then you go to the watch page, and then it feels like you naturally found it. So everybody knows an in-stream ad, even, as, even if it's really engaging, people know it's an ad. But this is like, it simulates a video somebody just stumbled across. Sick. I, hypothetical question for you. I, I may or may not have a time machine up here in Nashville, New Hampshire. Um, so post COVID, you know, we'll wipe it down and everything, but if I let you use that time machine, you can go back in time and visit yourself right after you graduated college or I'll allow earlier because you're yeah. just doing all sorts of crazy things. Maybe even the self where you were going to either do or not do the, the full-time job in Silicon Valley. If you go talk to yourself, what kind of advice would you give yourself knowing all the things you know? Yeah. So I think, I think the big advice that I would give is to really, and, and this is something we didn't really touch on here as much, but I think is, is really, I've, I've learned the value of growing an incredible team. And so to really, you know, trust, trust the team, build a team and, and get incredible people, you know, around you as soon as possible. And that's something I think yeah. it took a little bit longer. Now I would not change anything about the path that I've had. And so mm -hmm. that is one thing. I don't know if that's the answer you want to hear. Like I wouldn't change anything. Well, um, I'm whatever you want to say, man, you you got the 6 million downloads. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. In <laughs> you the decisions tell me. that I've made and everything has gotten me to this point. Um, but I think that one like lesson that I've learned 
is, you know, um, because I've always been, you know, the entrepreneur that is doing, that is making it happen. And one thing that I love now is I am surrounding myself in my team with incredible people who, you know, some things, and, and actually, so no, I shouldn't even say that. Many things they can do even better than I can. And they're oh. on my team with the thing that they're specialized in. And that was game changing. And I know a lot of people, that might be cliched advice, sure. but it's something that I'd kind of buzzword heard, but now I'm experiencing and it's incredible. And just to have people on my team that do different things, right? So, you know, at one point I was doing all the sales myself and, you know, then I have people who are better at that than I am, right? Yeah. And same thing, like I've got video editors on my team. I did the same thing with AppFind too, right? I basically hired video editors, script writers, you know, people to do each task yeah. Because I knew that I could come up with a big picture. So I think it's really, um, I would not change anything, but that's something that I'm glad that I learned and that I would, you know, tell myself earlier is to really, really look into, into surrounding yourself with, with a players and building an incredible team. We just did, actually, we were talking about, you know, the fun fact and, uh, you know, escape rooms and stuff like that. Yeah, and I yeah, I stole yeah. that question from you, but we just did a virtual escape room with my whole uh, team. Well, not everybody was able to make it, but you know, like, like three, a four virtual one. Oh yeah. yeah yes. I know. I, I, we talked about how like you're big in escape rooms and so oh, I yeah. pick your, I've yet to do a single one of them, but you did a virtual one. Was it easier or harder or not as, was it different? So it, it was very different and I cannot wait for the in-person ones to open up again. Yeah. Obviously, hopefully, you know, things when it is safe, right. But hopefully things open, start to open totally. up more and, and everything. But um, I love escape rooms. I've done over three dozen. I just, you know, as part of that being an entrepreneur problem solver, it's like, yeah. you know, I don't know. I love just solving like different puzzles and problems and, and just, it's just exciting. And I also feel you can get any group of people together and mm -hmm. you can bond over an escape room, escape room and a dinner is a, perfect you know saturday you know saturday evening or you know an afternoon and evening activity right you know it's just just like the bond and then and then talk about it over food and be like oh that puzzle you know um and, and obviously it's harder to do that now and hopefully we get yeah, that yeah. soon but a virtual escape room um and i didn't even really know this was was a thing and there's obviously a few of them but but more and more popping up now there's one in uh san francisco it's called try well it's called reason but i think you go to it's, it's tryreason.com i think and it's a virtual escape room and it's it's basically a rocket launch and so essentially you have to solve these puzzles by going into a a zoom room and you can you can direct somebody into solving these different puzzles and we did it with <laughs> the whole team and there's also stuff that's off of, of the Zoom room too, where we had actually, you know, go to different places and I don't want to say too much, right, but different websites and, you know, huh. we were all coming up with putting pieces together and it was just a blast, an incredible team building activity. And I think it's, it's moments like that, right? Because sometimes it's easy to be like, all right, go, go, go. Let's hit these goals. Let's go. Right. And, and also in a positive way, like, like let's, let's go team. But then sometimes you just do something like a virtual escape room or, you know, obviously in the past you meet up with the team in person or whatever, if you have a remote yeah. team and you're just like, hey, I've really got a great group of people mm. and it's something that I'm really proud of. And I think that's something that like a lot of entrepreneurs get into the, and this might not apply to some of the people who are already part of a team who are B2B listeners, but like for entrepreneurs listening, right. You know, um, like, like kind of go it, do it, you know, mm. you know, not, not necessarily on your own, but like, kind of like, Oh, I'm the main person and, and I've got a couple of, but no, once you build a team, you can really rely on them and, and um, build something you know, that you love. Yeah. And when you mentioned the cliche thing, I found that whenever someone thinks or we've been told that something is yes. cliche or it sounds cliche, it's actually because it's like 
absolutely true. Yes. Right? And then yes. I think what ends up happening is people that aren't experiencing it are like sad and they say so try to defend themselves by saying it's cliche because <laughs> they're sad that they're not in that situation. So I mm-hmm. think it's actually like doubly true um, yeah. that the, the people are really important. And you're right. Oh, that's cheesy corny. No, it actually matters a lot. And I think sometimes you know, whether you're an entrepreneur or you have, you have a team or a marketing team around you, or as you start becoming a manager, you know, the, the old way or how you kind of rose through the ranks was like, you got shit done and you were the person mm-hmm. and you knew everything. And that's why they kept giving you more responsibility. And then there's this sort of learning curve where you need to start saying, okay, I, yes, I could do everything. And right now, maybe I'm better than everyone, but maybe there's someone who's better than me and like a little humility. And you are just like, okay, but you're right. There's magic when you get people around you who are like, wow. And mm-hmm. I've got that too, where you're like, I'm surrounded by people who are like way more organized than I am. Wait in like when they start writing amazing copy and you're like, yeah, that, that send it. That's great. Or, you know, people handle a situation with a client or with a product. And you're just like, it actually feels better because you're like, I'm not sure what I would have decided in that situation. So I'm glad you're here too. I've troubleshooted that. Like, it's great having people around you and not and being this, not the smartest person in the room um, can be challenging if you're not ready for it, but then it's so much more rewarding, right? Exactly. Okay. And, and I think it's, it's just so incredible to, to build a team and, you know, also to build the culture and people around you, you know, yeah. and, and people are as passionate, you know, as you are about uh, their aspect and about the company and the success. And I think that's something that, that I've, I definitely love. And, and again, I wouldn't change anything, but that's something that I'm glad to have learned and, you know, something that I would pass on, you know, and, and that I learned over time. That's sick. That's sick. Well, you know, let me know when the, when the rooms open up again. I, I know someone uh, who, who runs a couple of them in Boston. I'll try to connect you uh, with her. Uh, maybe you know her, but um, yeah. Uh, when those are things open up, sign me up. Like I'll, I'll, it'd be great to go awesome. in some with you, you know? And, yeah, like, absolutely. I'm, I, and it's, so, cool it's so great. Like you also in, in, in Nashville, that's like, you know, where I grew up, you know, um, we talked about the suburb where I grew up. It's basically just like 20 minutes north yeah. of that. So Down it's kind of funny. Wall. Yeah. So, so it's small world, small world. And absolutely really it's the same thing I said, like, Hey, yeah. So not, not just, not just, uh, not just boo. We'll, we'll do an escape room when things open back up to it. Totally. Like totally. I'm, I'm kind of the guy that likes to sit back and just like observe and, <laughs> and like, let, let the freaky people like, go crazy. Oh, hey, hey, don't, I mean, honestly, you, you do that. And then you're the, you're the one that pops in with this. Like people are trying like, what, what is going on? You're like, that's, that goes there. And yeah, then, you're like, <laughs> hey, like what's this up here guys? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh my exactly, God, exactly. you found the key. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> totally, man. Well, this is sick. Hey, okay, where can people connect with you? And I want everyone listening to be able to connect with you. I don't want anyone else not listening to you just because <laughs> I want the, everyone else. I feel like an infomercial. But anyways, yeah. I'm, I'm going to contact you afterward. But uh, yeah, we're LinkedIn, Twitters, all the places. Yeah, absolutely. Else. Where can people go? Absolutely. So I put together a, uh, a gift page for everybody who's listening to this oh, right now uh, with a collection of resources. If you go to ad outreach, that's A-D-O-U-T-R-E-A-C-H, yeah. adoutreach.com slash gift. You'll see a little video of me. Thank you for watching the, watching or listening to the, the podcast. Then underneath there, I have a link to our webinar um, on YouTube Sweet. ads, uh, how to get leads and sales. We also have a link to high ticket YouTube ads, you know, more for kind of high ticket space. Yeah. We also have a link to our Facebook group, YouTube ads for entrepreneurs. Cool. Uh, so you can also type that into Facebook, YouTube ads for entrepreneurs, constantly posting value in that. We just found Facebook groups, a good area to, to just kind of have a community as well. 
Um, obviously, we've got a YouTube channel. You, you, you got to switch that over to Slack, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. I have, heard, I have heard people doing, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, if you look me up on any of the major platforms, I guess Twitter is the only one I'm not as active on. I'm working on that. But you look up, you know, Alric Heck or Ad Outreach. You know, we've obviously got a YouTube channel. I'm putting out content there constantly on, you know, on, on everything and how things work um, this, for Ad Outreach, right? So obviously I have my other channel. But um, we also, you know, have, I have my, my, my Facebook page and my LinkedIn page, and I'm posting on there as well. So feel That's free to awesome. connect with me. But the hub is good. Just go to adoutreach.com slash gift. You'll see the links to everything and be able right to go there. from there. Sick, man. Well, this is great. I feel like I talked to you forever, but we got, we got yeah. to get some notaries in here and we got to go about our day. Maybe <laughs> have you come back and, you know, talk some more stuff, just hang out and talk about the latest in marketing at some point. Absolutely. Right? I'm, yeah, I'm always fun. down. Maybe the next time just to tease it. Maybe the next time is omnipresent retargeting and diving into you know, being everywhere after somebody comes into your funnel, which is something I'm really, really, uh, really strong on right now too. So. Omnipresent retargeting. Yes. I mean, like it could get even worse and it, and it, <laughs> and it will just when you thought, you know, like we all know about cooking people and part on and marketing automation. It's like, yeah, now YouTube knows everything else about you too. Mm-hmm. So yes, the Google does know things and it's AI will take us over one day, man. This is so good. Thank you for coming on here, dude. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. This was a lot of fun. You know, for those people listening, if you learned something and I freaking know you did because I have two pages of notes front and back over here. <laughs> then, um, then share this with someone, right? LinkedIn's a great spot for that. Go on LinkedIn, share this the link to this video, but put your thoughts in the top. You know, this is what you learned, the takeaways. Maybe go get a gimbal, you know, and the, the true views and man, it's the best kept secret. Don't tell your competitors, just go get on this thing. Um, man, I almost don't even want to promote this episode because I just want to go do it myself and not, uh, but uh, <laughs> this is great, man. This is like, this is like super secret squirrel video stuff. I don't know, but, but yeah, oh, yeah, but do promote it, share with people. They'll be pleasantly surprised to have gotten this information from you. And again, man, Alec, you're the man. Look forward to hanging out someday. And until then we'll do some podcasts. Absolutely. Looking forward to it as well. Thank you so much. You bet, man. All right. For those listening, this has been the hardcore marketing show. Catch y'all next time.